Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 8th of January. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Hey, I had a pretty good night. Um, it was okay for the regular slaves, like, you know, pushing money around, maybe one, one or I think two saddies. <laughs> but for the overall night, do I even have up the notification? It's just a fun notification to see. So let's just look at the notification from last night. You have won... You have won 18 tickets. Did you see that one? You have won 18 tickets. You have won six tickets. So those are fun. The six tickets must have been the classic and the 18 must have been the showdown. Let's revel in the showdown lineup. Zubots, Captain. People aren't noticing it. Sabersim is still not projecting Zubots for an appropriate number of minutes tonight. Hartenstein and Zubots are playing 36 to 40 minutes if it's a competitive game against a big body and they don't get in foul trouble. They are the optimal captain. 30% of the time that they don't get in foul trouble. So I've been doing that. I've been printing money. If Norm Powell could please hit a three, please hit a three, Norm Powell. Like maybe hit two threes and I win all the money. But anyway, I'm fine with this amount of money. But but again, like people ask me, like, how do you play? I'm maxing the the $4. Actually, I guess not yesterday because it was a crappy competition. Whenever they don't nerf the $4, whenever it's eighty dollars to $100,000 pot, I'm maxing the $4 because I've won that before. It's net lifetime positive. I know I can win it. I like winning. I like playing where like it's not a significant outlay and I can win it. Uh, but these other ones like the $60 uh, world qualifier, whatever thing, I only play those, the $300. I only play those when the expected value is like close to 100%. Because I know like those are pretty crappy qualifiers. Like it, I saw the 300 is tonight. So tonight I'm paying a lot of attention. And it's like you win or you get second or it's not positive expected value. So like that's why they have to coax people with these positive EV satellites. You got to recognize it's a buzzsaw coming for you. It's not like a regular spike day for a regular like, you know, $2,500 millionaire. Even. Like that's an easy thing. Even honestly, like this, uh, the world championship, uh, what tournament of champions, whatever it is coming up this weekend, this Sunday, we finally know the slate. I've got it up on on my Twitter, uh, and it's going to be – it's already tough, man. I've never played a competition with a $22,000 buy-in before, and so I feel weird inside. Even So that's why i got to play things like this $300 tournament tonight, even though i got to play that one differently because, you know, like this is a winner-take-all $300 competition to get to $50,000 or something. So, you know, like you can't play that the same way you play a $22,000 ticket where the top third win. You have to play each competition for the one you're entering. So for tonight's competition, we have several pieces of news already. We have four important dudes that are out. And when dudes are out, do not take Saber Sim's word for it. You must think carefully about every single dude on every single team. So for instance, the dudes that are out today, Caleb Martin and Jimmy Butler, Who's that really good for? Well, apparently Kevin Love. Well, apparently Nikola Jovic. These are the guys who you might need to double check. Haywood Highsmith. Do you have a high enough Haywood Highsmith projection tonight? Probably not. Do you have a high enough Chris Middleton projection tonight? Maybe not, surprisingly. Do you have enough high enough Giannis projection? Maybe not. Don't play Ty Ty. There are five minutes in the sample. He's not going to be in the game. Um, AJ Green, 32 points. I mean, that's higher than Malik Beasley with these same combination of dudes. So for me, that suggests the fork. I've added that fork, Green and Beasley. One of them can hit, you know, pretty solid value in 28 minutes. The other one will be benched for shooting bad. That's just how it goes. And one of them is way higher priced than the other one. So guess who I'm getting to? We have Kevin Durant out with Kevin Durant out. 
You need to be making sure your Kevin Booker projection is correct, which surprisingly, it's like two points less with Kevin Durant off the court. That's the thing. Some of these guys are great facilitators and they draw the defense. So it's not exactly like you would expect it to be. And you should double check. Anytime a guy's out late, don't just be like, go on like a moth to the flame for the best play. Like for instance, Tatum out. You know that Brown gets a boost, but the boost is not that much relative to his already having a huge projection. Derek White is getting a huge boost. He's getting a boost from like 38 points per a bunch of minutes to 45. It's a huge boost. Derek White is where you need to be. It's not this, you know, it's not Jalen Brown. It's not his direct replacement, whoever you give those minutes to. That person's going to come in and be low usage. Even Al Horford, you can't really project him confidently. So anyway, just an example of how you need to use uh, court IQ when you're setting up a slate. Uh, did I, yeah, I didn't pull up my actual uh, take, but let's see. Yeah, here's the the setup for the tournament champions. Da -da 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 -da. All right, we'll do we'll do more on that later. But for now, it's there. It's it's hovering. I've got two. I did change two of the team totals, so I'll just let you know right off the bat. I don't buy. I didn't buy before Tatum was ruled out. The four point spread in the Boston Indiana game. Indiana's a better team right now. I mean, Indiana beat the crap out of Milwaukee the other night, and Milwaukee's at least as good a team as Boston defensively. I don't think defense will be the name of the game. I think we're going to have a fast paced game here. Between Indiana and Boston, Baltimore. That'd be a good one. Then we have uh, Chicago and Charlotte. I don't understand why Chicago is like seven point favorites in that game. No, I mean it's a it's a gross game, but it's still a gross game even if you price them both appropriately at 111 points. And there's the like Charlotte has Gordon Haywood out, so you should have a couple pieces here and there from that game. I think. But obviously, for the most part, because we have Dame ruled out, we're going to be focusing on the Milwaukee guys. So where, where have I put different projections? I put A.J. Green to 20, and uh, I think I also have the other guy slightly higher. Malik Beasley, no, he's already at 22. So I think Beasley and A.J. Green both have an upside here, and they should be forked appropriately. Like, they don't hit, the, hit it together. Beasley's just like, he's still not that good a point per minute. Even if he's hitting his shots in 28 minutes, he probably only gets to like 26 which I should have some of, but I don't I don't feel confident. He has to hit shots, so that's why I've got him max at 15. And AJ Green has to hit shots, but he's also um, he is min price. He's min price, and if he hits shots, could get extended. So that's why, like, for me, AJ Green is like a much more solid value at 9% owned than uh, Malik Beasley is at 20%. So that's why I wind up in the situation I do, although I probably do get a piece of Beasley once I tell it, hey, he's gonna shoot. There's no um dame. Okay. So then the other situations that we've we've edited the expectations, we did Miami, we boosted Hawkes, we boosted Lowry, and we boosted Highsmith, because these are the guys that I think take over some of the usage. Although I think the uh Saber Sim or the uh Court IQ was telling us a different it was telling us Kevin Love, right? Kevin Love was getting a pretty solid boost as well. How many minutes are we projecting? What's going on here at the center? Oh, Bam's back. Yeah, so that's the reason. He's only getting 20 minutes. Yeah, Kevin Love's like meh. He's in play, but he's not. Don't slam Kevin Love even in the situation. We have Durant out, so make sure you've got Booker projected high enough. Uh, Durant was out, I thought. Questionable. We've boosted him to questionable now. Earlier, he was like questionable with a zero. So keep an eye out. Obviously, we're not playing Bull Bull if Durant is in. We're not playing Metu if Durant is in. These Bull Bull and Metu. Yeah, Bull Bull and Metu are both probably out of play now. It looks like, hey, if Saberson's going to project Durant in, I'm not going to project Durant out. There must have been a shoot-around thing there that I missed. But whatever, we're getting that completely off the table now. Do I have any other things? I have a Beasley or A.J. Green thing I added. Uh, a Richards and Mensa. So they also have Charlotte. 
with a somewhat weird situation slash I just don't think anybody's being projected appropriately in this game. Like all these guys could smash, you know, Nick Richards, you know, he's playing Vooch. If he smashes, he smashes. Brandon Miller, if he hits shots, I didn't get to any, but I don't hate it if he lands on Brandon Miller. I don't hate, I mean, I, if he's out, which I think is still questionable. Oh, Cody Martin is the questionable one. Well, I don't know what to do if Cody Martin's out, I guess. Because all the other guys are still priced up, Ish and Nick Smith, meh. I don't think you could play either one of them. The last guy I'm landing on from Charlotte is this Nathan Mensa fella. Who people, I mean, he's not a straight split. <clears throat> You're not expecting a full, you know, 48 between him and uh, who's the other center, Nick Richards. You're going to see a little bit of Miles Bridges at the five, but this presupposes the following thing, that Miles Bridges is not in foul trouble, right? So I don't think you're going to be able to get that much Miles Bridges at the five when he's in foul trouble, when Nick Richards is in foul trouble. I think you're going to have to see, there's a substantial chance of 18 minutes of Nathan Mensa today, and he's close to, I mean, he's at least 4K, right? 3,500. He's a piece you got to consider for value on a slate that has just scrappy value. It's just not great value. And, I mean, he's not coming out of the game. It's not like they've got, I mean, what are they going to throw? Yeah, I guess JT Thor they could throw out there. But I think they don't have two guys. Yeah. It's not like P.J. Washington's in or something. They don't have another guy without Mark Williams in at this time. So I think you're going to see, yeah, he's my one of the fun pivots you can play with that I've added. Yeah, besides that, I think I've said all these pieces. Oh, Miles Turner just not being projected appropriately for his upside. He could smash. He's just getting in foul trouble all the time. So you had a 15% chance he doesn't get in foul trouble. You got to have that in the mix because he's one of the early games. And if he's smashing, he's smashing. And all of a sudden, you can pivot around that to all the obvious chalk in the late games and have a nice W on your hand. Haywood Highsmith, yeah, I think he, he could smash. Again, people are not understanding that Haywood Highsmith is just – they they – they're running him kind of like Caleb Martin with Caleb Martin out in particular. If he had shots, they're just going to leave him out there hitting shots in the corner. I mean, that's what they did in game one of the finals. That's why we got Highsmith on the wall, but that's not why Highsmith is in the lineup. I don't care about that. He did that for me a year ago. If he was a garbage play, I would tell you he's a garbage play. He's not a garbage play. He's in play. Cause if he hits his shots on this slate at 0.05% with no Jimmy, you need him. I mean, with no Jimmy and no Caleb Martin, what, what literally, what do they think is going to happen? I mean, like, who is the other guy? You thinking Duncan Robinson? No, you need a defense out there, right? I mean, Duncan's out there if he hits his shots, but if he hits his shots, he's not taking away from Haywood Highsmith. He's taking away from like Josh Richardson, or he's taking away from Hero even. Like he's, I think you need a guy out there to play defense, and that guy is, is mostly Haywood Highsmith. And it's not going to be, we'll see if Jovic starts maybe borderline playable. I just don't think so with Highsmith back. Highsmith was in concussion protocol for the last three days. So we have Jovic overpriced from that and people under projecting Highsmith who just had a concussion. I mean, like, it's not like he's, you know, his, his muscles are atrophying or whatever, you know, like, I mean, obviously concussions aren't great. I'm not trying to minimize concussions. You know, I, I CTE seems terrible among the awful things that could happen to a person. CTE seems like one of the worst. Okay. So yeah, projections wise, I think generally speaking, I don't want, more than 50% Andre Jackson Jr. Let me just even with, I don't think the field will be 60% on him in the future. Chris Middleton is another guy that like, yeah, with with everybody, with just Dame out. I don't know. I mean, 50% Chris Middleton seems fine. I'm not thrilled about anybody on this slate is what I'm getting at. Like, there's just a lot of value right now. And all of the best parts of it need like to hit shots still to hit value, right? Like, Porzingis has been in plenty of situations that are absolute smash situations for Porzingis where 
like not just on Boston, on every team he's ever been on. I've been playing this guy on Washington. I've been playing this guy on like Dallas, I think, you know, he's, whatever team he's been on, he's had upside and whatever team he's been on when it's been time for him to step up and hit his shots. Has it happened? No, it hasn't happened. So I can't make him core. I can't be like more than 30% Porzingis, unfortunately, even though you should be, you should be able to go confidence. I mean, even if this guy was playing with Anthony, Anthony Davis level consistency, he'd be a 50% play tonight, but he's just not like, I mean, if you was playing with Derek White consistency, right? Like I, I'm, I'm confident with Derek White as core over Porzingis as core tonight. And it's just, that's terrible for Porzingis. What's this guy doing? Like, anyway, I need consistent play from this guy. I should be able to play him tonight with confidence, but I can't play Porzingis with confidence just because of how many times he's let me down in the spot. And also he's a little bit overpriced, but you know, it's mostly just, okay, fine. That's too historical. He's still pretty good tonight. And I'm still going to give him another shot. I can't care how much he's burned me in the past. There's still a 45% chance, easy, that he's optimal in this current arrangement of things. If we get more news, play on that news. Like, honestly, that's you can tell by the way I feel that that's going to be the first place I pivot off is Porzingis just because he, he has hurt me before. He has hurt me before in so many spots, and I haven't seen him change. It's not like, you know, we haven't seen that game like... um. We just saw from Anthony Davis a couple times now where you're like, whoa, okay, old Anthony Davis is around still, you know? I haven't seen Porzingis showing me old Porzingis could come back, you know? Like, so hopefully that's tonight, you know, because I'm playing 45% of him still probably. Ah, but I just really, I got to listen to my gut here. I can't go more than double the field on Porzingis tonight, even where it's obviously the best play, you know? Like, oh, but it's his fault. It's not my fault. Okay, Jalen Smith is a fine play, but you can't go. He's got 24 minutes capped right now. I don't know what's going on with the Jalen Smith. You can't play the Jackson Fork. I'm sorry to everybody. I'm sorry to me. It hurt me more than you. Don't play Isaiah Jackson right now. He's not getting, he get DNP tonight for sure, the way they're running the rotation right now. They started playing top and back at the four, and they've started putting um, uh, Jalen Smith running only the backup five minutes, and Jackson got a, is getting DMPs. So don't play Jackson remove the miles miles turner fork or reinstitute the fork with jalen smith that's one way that i probably should do it i think i still have the miles turner jalen smith fork in here somewhere but uh i'm not using that tonight because jalen smith is still overpriced he used to be a starter everybody thought he was going to get minutes then it became clear he wasn't going to get minutes and now even off the bench i don't know like i don't think the coach is going to play more than 24 minutes i think there's something weird going on like with uh kerr was not playing um uh, McGee uh, JaVale for a long time everybody thought he had a condition or something and it turned out he just was like limiting him to 18 minutes arbitrarily and like so now he's occasionally playing 24 minutes for teams and it's like oh that's kind of a big news for JaVale McGee who's a point per minute guy anyway okay I'm gonna chill out uh, on Bochamp I'm just not gonna be more than the field on Marjan Bochamp he's just such a low point he's gotta hit he's gotta do something he's gotta get like five steals and 10 rebounds i was gonna say he has to do his shots he's not gonna take shots that's not what he does on the court he's not filling in for dame in that sense he's maybe filling in the defensive side but you've got to have somebody else out there to take shots i'm not gonna have i mean yeah 25 even seems like a lot i think i'm fading you guys on march on just because i understand why you're getting there and i'm not getting there we have so many other spots where there's guys that i just love that i know the field doesn't love field does not not love tyus jones for some reason Tyus Jones loves to score points. I don't know why. I mean, I know he's not getting enough playing time. That's the main reason you're not playing him. But if he gets that playing time, I mean, if that game stays close, I think that's one of the keys to the slate in the background. You can tell by my exposures is what happens in this Washington game, right? I think there's a significant chance if it stays competitive, you're going to need some dues from this game. Now, 
I currently am not getting to any of these top end. Well, Jordan Poole, I'm getting to 5% Jordan Poole, which I got to say, the field 20% Jordan Poole, I'm going to wait for some new ownerships to come out. I don't think that's accurate at all. Uh, I just, yeah, cannot understand that. Washington's playing OKC. That's the reason I haven't. Normally, I would boost Gafford and try maybe some sort of a fork here. But number one, I'm not confident it's Mescala. Number two, I'm not confident that Gafford can beat Holmgren. Chet Holmgren is the guy we're going to see on OKC on the other side of this. And he's big. And like Gafford does not, I, I don't see the skill set where he does a pump fake and something and that gets past Chet Holmgren. I don't know. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think if you wanted to play a side of that, you could play Chet Holmgren absolutely dominates uh, Daniel Gafford because that seems like very, very possible. However, I also think it's possible they beat them by 40, and that's most of the circumstances where Chet does that. So that's why I, I'm not going to make a big stand there. Um, I don't have any other big, like, closing stuff. If Oh, the, I have the the uh, Clippers Stars. That's the other rule. Somebody had thank, thanked me for that on a YouTube video. Hopefully I said uh, thank you to that person as well. But yeah, I these, this is, rule has been coming up clutch. I mean, it hasn't been in the optimal lineup because nobody's pay, playing Clippers. You don't have to. But they're like 1%, 5% every night getting 6x, 7x value. So you can play two Clippers every night, guys. I mean, like 10% is not appropriate for them tonight against Phoenix without Durant. They're probably going to win. They're probably going to score like 125 points. And a couple of these guys are probably going to smash. So I'm going to be heavy on Clippers. I will say I am a longtime Clippers fan. However, I wouldn't really call myself a current fan. So I just want you to be able to build in my level of being a homer into your model. I think I've set all the rules. Metu and Bulbul is no longer a current rule with Durant now expected to play. I guess we still have ownership at zero. I'm going to wait and see what they do with this. Um, but if Durant is out, you can have a Metu Bulbul for it. They've been playing Bulbul enough and all he needs is just a smidgen of minutes, right? Like, Bull bull for a smidgen of minutes could be optimal. So, but at the moment, can't have that. Can't have him. Can't have Chemezi. I still am not really confidently adding Kevin Durant either, but I will roll back Devin Booker. I will roll back Bradley Beal, Grayson Allen, and Nurkic. And we're going to have this build be a Kevin Durant is in build, or he's like in but limited. Okay. So that's not going to change anything because this game's completely unimportant to the slate at this time. But make sure, as always, late news matters more than early news. Now, there can be a canard. Like, don't always, if a guy gets a spot start, don't jump on that. Like the other day, what even happened with that? I didn't follow up. But Dalen Terry got a spot start and played 21 minutes, got two steals, eight points. Okay, he got there for you, 6-14, but he didn't smash, right? He got like 19 points. He was, he was close to mid-price. So you could jam him in there. But there was some chance that he doesn't get the steals. He doesn't get hit his shots. He had two threes, right? So, I mean, I think that was a spot where it's value, but is it the best value? We already have pretty good value on this slate. So make sure it's good to seize on late news. If the late news in your mind really does boost the player above the existing value. But this slate, we have some pretty good value here. Andre Jackson Jr., AJ Green, if he hits his shots, Chris Middleton, Porzingis, Derek White. I mean, I even like Mensa. I like Miles Turner. Hold on. I got Sims coming, guys. You know I got to check. If there's one thing I've taught you, it's that you should be doing positive expected value satellites. The way you do that is you check right before the competition start. And you see, is this a positive expected value thing to do? 
I see we're, we're within a month from the America's race and they haven't notified people about that yet. So those are pretty underfilled. I'm doing that. Yeah, you guys are filling up this pitch and putt, but I like playing it every week. It's back every week. I'm doing it. I'm pulling the trigger. Uh, okay, anything else? Any other waste? Uh, League of Legends, I like it a little bit, but I don't like it a lot. Uh, I guess I'll put my stuff in the quarter as well, since that didn't fill. Okay. All right. So we'll check again in two hours for whatever the positive expected value moves are there. But yeah, check check us out in the Discord. Um, like, like us on YouTube, uh, whatever place you found us, make sure to keep interacting there so that you keep seeing the content. And remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. <laughs>